Hello and welcome to the 32nd episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. I'm joined once again by Randy. How are you doing today? Hey, what's good, everybody? How's everyone doing? I don't know about them, but I'm doing pretty good today. I've been kind of energized by the Pistons this week. A little little fight is, I guess, good and bad, but it, it gets the crowd going for sure. Uh, Stuart, that was that was interesting this week. I don't know how I feel. I'm a Pistons fan, but I also got to look at it from a non-biased state, and I don't know. Uh, there's goods and bads from both players there. Um, LeBron, uh, I guess you elbow slash fist. That's not the best, but uh, Stuart breaking more tackles than Barry Sanders was kind of interesting <laughs> too. Uh, I was yeah, I think we need to try to look at it as objectively as possible. When I saw it happen, my immediate reaction was LeBron just punched him on purpose. LeBron just elbowed him on purpose. And uh, I thought Malice of the Palace round two was about to go down. <laughs> yeah, Mason was uh, the announcer at the in-game announcer, like the one that's on the floor that you can hear in the arena. You don't ever hear him on the broadcast. But uh, he was saying, stay in your seats and don't throw anything because I don't Maybe he was the announcer in, I think it was 04. I think it was actually the year we won the championship. Uh, yeah, he was there. But, uh, yeah, he, he was getting flashbacks. You could tell he was not. So, fun fact. You remember that first guy that got punched and did, like, a back roll? Yeah. That was my sister's boyfriend at the time. Really? He's the one that got, he's the one that got punched and did a back roll. Yep. His the one that Charlie. threw the beer? No, he didn't throw the beer. He was the one that like ran up and sized up. I think it was Jermaine O'Neal, and Jermaine O'Neal just punched him right in the head. That sure was a learning experience. I don't know why you'd want to go to a guy like Jermaine O'Neal. He's like six, six ten, seven foot, <laughs> two fifty. Well, that guy. We always knew him as a knucklehead. So. <laughs> well, he found, he got a knuckle to the head that day. Yeah, yep. that was. Yep. yep. That was. Yeah, but we didn't. It didn't get to that point. I mean, the most action you saw was Stewart running through our own staff to try to get at the Lakers staff. That was. Uh, I don't. It. I, I, if if this had if this podcast had been a few days ago, I might have had a different thing. But I. More and more, I I heard uh, Eddie Johnson on NBA Radio talk about. He was looking at the box out, and he was saying that Stewart was almost he was messing with LeBron from the looks of it because he was low on LeBron and LeBron wasn't the low man at the line because DeAndre Jordan was actually the low man closer to the hoop so if you look at it from a basketball standpoint he should have had his most of his body on DeAndre Jordan and secondly he was that low so when LeBron brings his arm back he thinks he's pushing the arm out of the way but instead it's it's Stewart's face and uh Stewart didn't take to that too kindly. Um, Stewart was yeah, a fighter I... before. He was actually a boxer before he really got into basketball. So that's another thing to take into account. <laughs> Stewart's been in the ring before. So he, he's when he gets hit, it might be a little bit of a different reaction than most people. Just the sheer size of the man in the first place. When you see in the, 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 the aftermath, he just, seriously, he's not even trying to. He's just running through security guards. And they're just falling over like bowling pins. Yeah, I saw him when I went and got I got three cards signed at uh, Detroit City Sports here in Michigan. But uh, 
That he was he's an absolute mountain of a basketball mm-hmm. player. I mean, there's the mountain that lifts, but for basketball players, he reminds me a lot of Oakley, Charles Oakley's type build. Really, I mean, Oak. I think Oak is tougher than Stu is, but uh, same type of player. He would have fit in right in the '80s, early '90s. He's, yeah, I'm hoping this is a resurgence of the, uh, the Detroit Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the fights as much. I could deal with that with less fights because that does cost you games, and then you don't get of to course. see the guys. But uh, definitely gonna play physical. That's yeah. why Cade was a better pick than Green because of the physicality. Green can't really play defense, and that's why we picked up Cade. Um, I thought the suspension was good. I honestly thought they were going to give Stu another game on top of the two. I thought he'd get three, but uh, two's all right. That one game for the Lakers, for LeBron, really did cost him last night against the Knicks. Uh, ended up losing that game. Although, I think... Uh, when they came back from 15 on us, uh, the Lakers, I think they did unlock Russell Westbrook because he had a triple-double with 30 points last night, and he hasn't done that all season. So maybe that'll be a turning point for the Lakers this year. You don't know. Uh, I know yeah. they've got the talent on that roster. Not as deep as many people want to think just because of age. Uh, some of them guys can't play minutes like if you had a younger guy in that position. Um, but, yeah. I mean, what have you seen? Because I've kind of been going at it. What What did you see when you saw it? In uh, you're talking about the, the Isaiah fight. Stewart incident, yeah. or the, oh, the fight, yeah. So I, here's what I saw. I, uh, I, I like I said at first, I thought it was completely intentional. But when you slow it down, LeBron's eye is on where the basketball is the entire time. Uh, he he jerks his elbow up like he's trying to free himself, right? And it seems to me it was not intentional. Flailing his elbow was intentional. And an end re- result of that was him crushing, you know, Isaiah Stewart's skull. Yeah. And so, therefore, I think he should have been ejected from the game for that. Uh, not because he threw a punch, but because he was acting carelessly and someone got seriously injured because of it. So, I think, um, honestly, I think the NBA has handled this properly and yeah. i actually think the media for the most part has actually handled this properly as well yeah, i was surprised um, it wasn't more lebron 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 it was actually pretty pretty even there was a lot yeah. of good points i was expecting it to be a real stewart bash but it wasn't as much yeah uh, and they i mean what be, he did you can't yeah. really i can't say he should be doing that so at the same time it's like yeah yeah uh yeah. but yeah because like if someone does that to me, even me, I'm pretty calm. I yeah. I probably would not react the same way, but I could not make that same statement for the 90% of other athletes that I've ever played with. Yeah. When you're in that situation, you're the one that's, you know, you've you got your jersey all over LeBron and you get elbowed in the face or if punched in the face. You, your first thought is he did that on purpose, right? Yeah. And so while I don't, I, I do agree with the suspension for Isaiah, I can also agree that I understand why he was so upset. Yeah. So, and yeah, it, I think everything is correct in this. Yeah, people are saying LeBron shouldn't have got suspended, but I think anybody who brings blood with a contact with contact in that manner should get one game, no matter who it is. I think just that. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. who it is. Any of them. If Stewart had done, if it had been flipped, if Stewart had done that, he should have got one game. But. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, and a, a lot of fouls in in the, obviously in basketball don't even take intent into consideration, right? No. You could just be playing way too hard, and you're not even meaning to hurt anyone. You do it, you're gonna get called for that. So, yeah, I agree. He smoked him in the head, and uh, did he get suspended? He got suspended for one game, right? Yeah, he was out versus the Knicks last night. The Lakers actually ended up dropping another game. It's lucky for them they picked up the Detroit game being down 15 like they were because they'd be in. I think they're bouncing yeah. like a game or two under 500 right now, which is not good if you're in the Western Conference. Now, maybe if they were in the East, it'd be a little different story, but they got to really start figuring themselves out here or else it's going to get pretty hot in the kitchen there in L.A. Uh, I mean, if Russ starts playing like he did against the Knicks with LeBron back, it's going to be better, but if he goes back to what he's going to be playing, you'll see Russell Westbrook shipped out somewhere, possibly Ben Simmons. At the deadline, huh. that's about because oh, Dame's geez. not going anywhere. Maybe a John Wall. I'm just thinking of point guards that could possibly come. Uh, the only ones I can see is like Dame and uh, not Dame, uh, Ben Simmons or John Wall are the only ones that are really open at this point. Yeah, uh, Kyrie's There's not no even list. a possibility because he's not going to go from one area that has high COVID, uh, high um, restrictions to another area that's got high restrictions. So that's right. not happening. You. I mean, that's a whole other bucket of worms I'm not going to get into today, but uh, right. that's not there's, happening. There's no realistic roster move that the Lakers can make that can save the season. No, and I mean, from Philly's side with Ben Simmons, too, there's no good trades for them either. It's just not not good. I'm, Westbrook would be the only somewhat okay trade, but... Although, I will say, with when Russ gets a good big man, it is fun to watch. So, him and Embiid could be interesting. But, at the same time, he needs rim, uh, which is what was Ben Simmons' big problem. So, I don't know. But, at least Russ can hit a mid-range. So, that's another yep. thing to think about. So, but, you and I had talked about this at the beginning. Well, I take that back. I thought I thought L.A. would I I thought I think I predicted they'd be number two in the West. Yeah, you had but, a two. I, I, but if you remember, I was really down on the Russ pickup. Not that I don't believe in Russ. I do. He's amazing. But boy, is he not a fit for that team. And we're really starting to see that. It was, it was just not going to be a fit. It just, um, the spacing doesn't work. Russ's play style is too much like LeBron's play style. I mean, they're a lot, they're different sizes and they're different players, but they both want to get to the rim and facilitate. Why do you need two of those guys? Um, yep. Davis also needs to step up and be score, score, scoring more often because that's, other than rebounding, that's his main attribute. Uh, defense, he had some good blocks. He blocked Cade twice the other day. Uh, that was probably the worst thing I've seen Cade do all season was try to take it at him twice. Uh, but, yeah, I did. Uh, you got anything else here? Or do you, am I good to move on to something else? Nope, I'm good. All right. I just think everything was handled properly. Even yeah, the media handled good. it properly. It was good. Um, I was at two Pistons games. I know the podcast people don't know. You knew. But I went to the Nets game on the 5th. And then close I went, one. And yeah, that was a close one. So it was the Warriors game that I went to on the... Well, it was back to the 19th, I think. Yeah, the 19th. I went to the Warriors game, which was one before this Lakers game. I'm not a big Lakers fan, so I was like, why do I need to go to the Lakers game? Now I know why, but uh, when I bought my tickets, uh, uh, that Nets game was pretty good. Um, 
I will say one thing about the Pistons this year. They have bad quarters. The two games that I went to, it was the third quarter, and it seems like as of late, they figure the third quarter out, but then the fourth, they just die. They just can't get the offense going. Uh, Cade's offense, shooting-wise, has been kind of uh, literally hit and miss. Uh, I don't know what to say. I I like Cade, but he's young. He'll It'll take time, but it is kind of hard to watch at times right now. Especially when he gets a wide open three and he and he breaks it, but uh, he'll get it. I think he's got it figured out. I at least like him on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, he had a triple double the other night. Um, really, if they're playing the way they are, losing the games that they are, I'd like to see him get an offensive guy to go around him because I, I like Sadiq, but he's not really trying to get offense. Jeremy takes too long to get into his shot he has that thing where you see he's gonna shoot almost like lebron except he does a couple dribble moves into it and he rises over the top and shoots it but it i don't know that's nothing you could do with like two three seconds on the on the clock we just need a scorer i like uh guys coming out right now you got chet holmgren pablo banchero jalen duran uh, one of those guys would be nice. I don't know if we'll be in top five this year. I don't like the losing, but it from what it looks right now, it, I had predicted them to be 10 and in the playing game, but uh, that window could be a push late in the season. I don't know, but at this moment, I don't see them making that push. Um, not losing faith. <laughs> I'm not losing as much faith. I'm just trying. What I've seen, they just—they're young yet. They got a lot of things to figure out. The turnovers they have turned tuned in a little bit. I think it does uh-huh. help that Killian's not playing as much. He's kind of uh, loose with the ball at times. Yep. Um, That's been killing us. Actually, I like Killian. His when he played in the Nets game, I liked his defense though. So if he can get them turnovers though. Done and he had a double double the other day with like 13. No, he had more than 13, he had like 16 and 10 assists. So he's got it there. Um, could he be a good six man? I think that might be our spot for him if he'll take that role, or maybe we move him. I don't know, but uh, you're talking about Killian, yeah. I don't know if I see him. I like Stu too, but I don't if we get a shot at Chet Holmgren, I like Stu a lot, but we got to go with Chet Holmgren. I don't think we're going to be top pick again, but if we were there, it would be a thought. Yeah, and you know what, though? As far as drafting goes right now, if you stop it right now, it looks like we hit three out of four. No, four out of five if you include Garza. Holy cow. Uh, Yeah, Livers just hit two threes in in the G League. He's heating up. He's, He's still been injured. We'll have to see what he comes out of. So this is how you build a team, and I still, I still, I'm still have hope for Killian. He's got it. If he tools up those He's turnovers, he could I be can something see special. I, yeah. I can see more on him than I ever saw on Seku for a while there. So uh, yeah, but I'm ready. Ready. Oh, good. He's a top ten pick. So he's he give him a little time. We'll see what happens. He was the number one ranked point guard in that draft. But the problem is we've got the number one pick point guard in this draft, so I don't know uh, if he's better off somewhere else and we find something to fill his spot. I like it when they play Josh Jackson in the starting lineup sometimes. I like that lineup. He's been pretty good. So J- Joseph's been playing well as well. Yeah, He had some bad turnovers in that Warriors game, though, that cost us. So everybody's got their issues, although Josh Jackson's been in the league a little bit longer, so you 
you kind of wish he didn't do that because he's not as young as the other guys. Uh, but, I mean, he wasn't doing much before he hit Detroit. So for him to be producing like he has been in Detroit is good for him. So I guess I can't expect as much. Um, but again, uh, you got to give the front office some credit because uh, Sadiq's already looking like a sure hit. Yeah, he's hitting uh, threes Kate. like nothing. He hit three in the first quarter the other night against the Heat. Well, he's getting to the bucket, too, which is great. Uh, Cade, already looking like a man. Already got triple-double. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm really, really excited about this team, Isaiah. The kid's only 19 years old. Think yeah. about that. So, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm very happy, and there's going to be some growing pains, and we're feeling those now. But I'm telling you, the second half of the season, I bet you they can... For the second half of the season, I bet you they can go 500. For the second half. That doesn't mean they're going to pull their record to 500. But I bet you they can go 500 in the second half. Yeah, all these games have been close that they've been playing. And they played uh, the Warriors was a shot. The Nets was a one shot. I mean, they've both been one shot games to the top teams. They were up on the Lakers. A lot of people, despite their early woes, have them still in the top tiers. Um, they've been playing people hard. Uh, getting back to the defense, which is what I like. I mean, it. That's what a lot of teams in Michigan build their build around is a defense. You'll see whatever the NBA team plays like in the state is what the rest of the state tends to play like because that's who they're watching. But uh, Detroit's getting back to that, and I like it a lot. I just uh, well, I like to see you're Stu right. out all those great Izzo teams play defense. Yeah, I like to see Stu back out there. I just hope uh, I really I like Draymond Green, but I hope he doesn't have the same issues like this constant. Uh, Constant issues like a Draymond Green. I like him, but and I like Draymond. It's just sometimes it'll cost you, like uh, cost Draymond in 2016. But uh, I could see Stu off the bench, but I don't know if he's our long-term center. But he's gonna work for now. He's good for a while. But at least I didn't realize he was only six eight though. Till he's six know. eight. Yeah, that's. Let me check again. Oh. He did, well, the hair might make him seem taller too, because I don't know how much that extends above his actual head. Because you can't. Yeah, tell. so that was I was kind of surprised to see that he is six nine. They am at six is, nine. What was Ben Wallace? Was it Ben, ben? Wallace? Was six, okay. They okay. They had him listed at uh, six eight, but all the players said there's no way he was that tall. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stu's a so, lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking Jeremy I like for right now, but I'm, if he gets traded at the deadline, it wouldn't even surprise me a bit. If we can move Jeremy for Lou Dort down in the Thunder, I wouldn't. I don't think it's going to happen, but I've always looked at Lou Dort in the last few years, and I like Lou Dort a lot. It would have to be more than that. The Thunder aren't going to – we'd have to give up a pick to get him, and that's not happening, but that's just a pipe dream for me. I like guys like Lou Dort, just dogs on defense. I would, I mean, I hate to say it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't trade Jeremy for for Ben Simmons. I keep seeing it, but I would I would not be surprised if it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about this team, I th and I think they might make a push. You're, they're, I, I had them in, the, I had them eighth place in the East. That's not happening. But maybe, just maybe, they make a play-in game. Yeah, I'm we'll see what happens. For that. All right. I hope so. 
Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's flip it. Let's flip it up to the Warriors. I got to watch them, and even though Steph and Draymond weren't out there, and Iguodala, I mean, Poole had thirty three, and uh, Wiggins had like twenty four. So I mean, you they still had a duo out there, even when the main like four of the guys that were on the championship team were sitting that night. It's like man. Like, we couldn't even touch Poole that night. He was hitting logo threes and just everywhere. He's hitting... He did, like, a jelly layup in traffic on us, too. It was pretty bad. Uh, they were moving the ball. I mean, it doesn't matter if Steph's out there or what. Somebody's going to fill... Poole was filling Steph's role that night, and they were just moving the ball, trying to get people open, playing good defense. Cade had a quiet night because Gary Payton Jr. was on him. And Gary Payton Jr. is a dog. I think it's a second. They didn't call him Jr., but yeah, but he was a dog. I like Gary Payton Jr. a lot too. He he's he's locked down. They call uh, Dave Davion Mitchell off night, but I think you could give that name to Gary Payton the second. I mean, that team. It. It's not fair that they have so much veteran leadership, but at the same time have so much great young talent. That's ridiculous. They have for years. (laughs) And that's how you build winning franchises. This day of headhunting superstars in the offseason, I'm so glad to see teams doing it the right way Yeah, and winning because of it. I'm curious to see how Wiseman plays when you got full-strength offense uh, to find out if he's really going to be a fit or not because that's the only question mark, really, because you know when Clay comes back, he's going to know how to do it. But with Wiseman, he still he never had that college experience because the NCAA stupid with the whole money thing with Penny Hardaway. I don't know about I don't know the, all the intangibles into that, but he didn't get that chance in college to learn there. Um, and so he's pretty raw yet. Draymond's been teaching him quite a bit, and I don't know what he's been learning. He's probably been sitting watching how they play a lot. Uh getting taught by the coaches while he's been injured and he we'll see what he does when he comes back because i mean the warriors need a big man but he's sitting there on the bench getting healthy so they're already set up they don't even have to like the lakers are probably gonna have to trade for somebody but the warriors as good as they are now still have the pieces there that they can just be ready to go with Uh, yeah this is um it's been a lot of fun to watch them too because i've i've been paying attention to them because you have them winning the West. Did you have them winning the NBA championship? I do. Okay. So, yeah, I, I remember. I'll, I'll live and so die I mean, by that. I don't care if it's wrong. It's You're looking good right now. But I remember when you made that pick, I was like, man, the goal of this guy, you know, having no idea what's going to happen with Clay. Uh, you know, we were all excited that the guy, Kaminga, uh, <laughs> we didn't even think about yeah. some of these other guys that are there. So they're exciting. Yeah. And there's a future there. Yeah, when I was there at the Pistons game, because so many people were out, I actually got to see Moody play, and he's pretty good too, but he's getting no minutes because they have so much depth at point guard. Uh, I hope they do send him down to the Santa Cruz Warriors to play a little bit so he doesn't just get left out to dry. But, I mean, you saw what Poole did, and Poole learned, and look at him now. He's a dog. I mean, I Poole could be starting on another team. I mean, he is on the Warriors, but when Clay comes back, it's going to be kind of, eh, do we start Poole? Do we start Clay? What is it going to be? Are we going to run small ball? What's going to happen? Probably depend on matchups, but I mean, 
Pool off the bench is, I mean, they talk about Tyler Hero being hot right now off the bench, but Poole's going to be just as bad off the bench. That's going to be, I mean, I think this is, team. this is the deepest they've ever been. I can say that 100% because you've got, back in the day, they had Barbosa, Zeely, David Lee, David West. I think West came when the man came, so I don't kind of got to leave him out. Working on my, they had just, they had like Brandon Rush, but I mean, did they, you say Iggy? Yeah, well, I can. I think Iggy was starting a lot back then. I'm trying to think of like yeah, he was match. still at the end uh, of his had, prime. Yeah, you had Rush. Who else did you have? You had like McAdoo, who isn't even in the league right now. Rush has bounced out of the league now, but a lot of them guys were decent for them, but weren't weren't that great. And if you look down the Warriors roster, even the rookie Kumanga fits. I mean. They're a well-oiled machine. They are, I can already say it, even if they crash and burn from this point, which I don't think is going to happen, this team is better off than the 15-16 team was. Ooh, and then the starting lineup, the, you have an upgraded small team? forward. You have a – what did you say? Wait, wait. So you're talking the Kevin Durant Warriors? No, I'm talking – saying this team? No, I'm talking pre-Kevin Durant. Oh, gotcha, the, okay. The strength okay, yeah, of numbers on Warriors. And – they We're have, taking into account that Clay's coming back, right? Well, yeah, Clay's coming back. You also have okay. an upgrade from back then. They had Harrison Barnes, and Wiggins is double what Harrison Barnes is. Barnes would give you points, but he was, he was okay on a defensive end. But Wiggins can do it all. And uh, Wiggins, yeah, what an I mean, what an evolution he's gone through too. Remember, I just got done telling you about six months ago. I was, I was like, I don't know, man. I think I'm giving up on him. And I thought to. The Warriors were fools for taking on his contract. Now I look like the fool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what would they have done with D'Angelo Russell, though? Because, I mean, they traded D'Lo, and they basically took the Timberwolves to the cleaners. I hate for Timberwolves fans. I don't even know if any of them listen. But, uh, I mean, they got Wiggins for uh, D'Angelo, which is a nice trade. But also on top of that, they got Kuminga with the other pick that uh, Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves yep. had to be in top four to save the pick, or even top three maybe. And this is called getting fleeced. They took it, and they did the it. The great to teams have great GMs. They did yeah. it to themselves. I mean, they wanted D'Lo. D'Lo was friends with Cat, and um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I know they wanted Booker up there too, because D'Lo, Booker, and Cat are all friends. But I don't see that happening. But it it'll work out for both teams and uh, open the door for. Um, Edwards to be in there. It's a little different. I think they would, the Timberwolves would have been better with Wiggins, Edwards, and uh, Towns, but that's, that's a what if. But, I mean, we'll see what the Timberwolves do. They haven't done anything in, since KG left, so i got to see a little more out of them. So, speaking of getting fleeced, and this is a little bit of a rabbit trail. Oh, boy. Uh, talking about great GMs, and I'm, I, hate to, I hate to steer this back towards the Pistons again, but I remember a certain YouTuber complaining that we trade, we traded Doomsday for four second round picks. I I believe it was four second round picks, yeah. and out of those second round picks, we got Garza, and we also got Livers. Livers. Yeah. 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 Right. That's Se- called Se- getting fleeced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. traded Seku Dumboya, who then went got waived by the Nets after one game, went to the Rockets, got waived by the Rock. Did he go to the Rockets? He went somewhere else. Yes, he did. Yeah, he went to no, the Rockets. He got traded from the Rockets for somebody. There was like a minor trade there for like one piece. 
And then they, he got traded to the Lakers. Or no, he got he got weighed by the Rockets. They pick him up on the Lakers playing one game. He had some sort of little injury that they didn't want to deal with, and now he might as well go back to France. So we got we got our pick back that we tr- that we had to give away to get rid of Bruce Brown's contract, which I think has been. I like Bruce Brown. That was one of the iffier trades for me that he's made, but it's worked out. But we got that pick back, and we got others. So it, it, we Weaver knows what he's doing. Uh, we're doing all right. Yeah. Uh, definitely yep. not the Joe Dumars Pistons we've had in the past. So we're going to go here. <laughs> Joe got us the championship. I have to remind people that. It well, might have been an accident. He might have backed into it, but he still got us one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's, uh, I, think the, I think we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here. We'll see what happens, but uh, we'll find it. We'll see. Uh, we talked about the Warriors. So I think, is there any teams that you've been just seeing lately that you think are, that you that surprised you? Uh, Chicago. I remember I had Chicago at like a six or a seven seed. I think I got them at seven. Yeah, they have been playing absolute lights out, and it has been a joy. Yeah, DeRozan is playing at MVP level. Now, he won't get MVP, but he looks close to what he did in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Not, I think he's honestly better just because of the way they're running everything. Him and Levine, I think, are averaging over 50 points a game combined. Lonzo's good. Uh, I think one of their better pickups was off the bench with Caruso. Caruso plays really well with them. I heard that the Lakers were pretty much giving him the vet men, and he went to the Bulls and got two years, $15 million. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the, the Lakers are regretting that one right now. But uh, Yeah, Lakers always are. Well, you and I have always talked about Lakers management, about they do overpaying right. they win the older now, stars. Now and now. And we'll see what yep. happens, but. Uh, Caruso is yep. going to be good for the Bulls in the long run. He's a good defensive guy. Um, the defense has been good, too. That's something I did not expect at all. Their defense has been great, actually. They've even won when Vooch got uh, got the virus. Yeah, even when he was out for, like, 10 days, they should have still win him. Um, yeah, they're opposing points per game. Average right now is hovering right at, like, 102, I believe, which is great. That's really that's good. A, that's their opposing how many points the other team gets? Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. Yep. Uh, they so, just got to make sure they get at least 100. I mean, I guess I've been watching too many Pistons games. They can't hit 100, but... Yeah. They're averaging 108 points okay. per game. We knew they would score. So. Yeah. Um, not, one that surprised me is a specific to a player in a new system with a new coach is Porzingis is back to Knicks Porzingis with Jason Kidd at the helm. He he's putting up more points than Luke has been lately, so maybe it really was uh, Rick Carlisle's fault that Porzingis wasn't playing as well. He was complaining about the touches, and maybe he wasn't wrong. Uh, right. Because right now Dallas looks pretty good. I wouldn't say they're they're no more near the Warriors level right now, but when Luca gets to the playoffs, it is quite interesting. If he has another piece with him, who knows what he can do? Because eventually Luca's gonna break through, and uh, I think he's gonna get a couple at least in his in his career, if not more. They're, they're, he's he's too good to uh, never win a championship. It's not happening. But I think oh, we, he will. We've got a few years before he breaks through. But when he does, he's gonna be there fairly often. I think. I mean, they have they're ten and seven now, and you and I have talked about this in the past. 
where Luka is the type of player where he will drag a team to a championship, much like, you know, uh, LeBron did. <sighs> I was thinking Larry Bird more myself, but... Yeah, that's not fair. He had Kyrie, and Kyrie was amazing. Yeah. Just much like, you know, really, well, right. Bird had McHale, and that was the bigger guy, and uh, Paris was more defensive guy, so that's where, I, I mean, it's... I mean, really, you try not to, because it's both white guys you're comparing, but it's so similar, it's hard not to. But <laughs> He will drag that team to a championship, I and mean, it does help that Przingis is starting to play better again. And I mean, Luka plays like Bird. Some of the shots he hits is just like, how did he hit that? That's the way Bird used to do, the fakes, and it's just too it's too easy of a comparison to make there. Uh I mean, if he's already getting those comparisons, I, I like Luka a lot, too. I, I expect Dallas to, uh, I mean, as as much as Dirk tried, I he got one ring. I expect to see Luka get at least two there in Dallas before he's done, or wherever he goes. I mean, the way the NBA is now, who knows if he's going to stay in Dallas or not, but I expect him to have at least two on his finger. And that's just looking right now. Who knows if he's got another level in him. I mean, Jordan, before he played... The bad boys was good, but once he got beat down by the bad boys, he took it to another level. So there there could be that changing point. Luka's going to be good long term. But this season, who knows what will happen, especially with Porzingis. Because Porzingis would drag the Knicks into the playoffs back in the day. Once, I think. But he, he was hurt too often. But that's because he's carrying a heavy load there. He's got less of a load here in Dallas. Uh, West is yep. going to be hard this year because Portland's heating up now too. They've won three in a row, three or four in a row with uh, Dame yeah. the player of the week. Uh, Seems he, like Dame's starting to get happy again. Well, he fig- in, he was uh, shooting Portland bad. Too. He figured himself out because the problem was that Dame was actually having off nights, and it wasn't actually the team as much. You also got uh, Norman Powell, who they traded Gary Trent Jr. away for. Uh, he's been hurt, so you got another piece out there. I like Chauncey. I mean, that's the coach up there. He knows defense. If if they can play better defense at Portland, it's going to be a little interesting because they've always been able to put up the points, but they've never been known for really good defense. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a really interesting NBA season. It's not going at all the way, especially in the West, it's not going at all the way I thought it would. Uh, but that makes it more fun. The college football season has been kind of crazy too yeah. in that sense. So. Well, Alabama's on the edge there. Alabama's yeah, at four right now. If Michigan beats Ohio State this week, it's going to be a little interesting. I don't know if they will or not because if Michigan loses to Ohio State, they're falling off of the top six. But right. if they can pull it well, off, Ohio it's State's going to fall their way in. Well, let's be real. Well, Ohio gonna... State will drop down to three, and Michigan will move up to four if that's the case. And then Alabama will be at five looking in. So we'll see what right. happens there. That I mean, and that's I do if... expect Ohio State to make it in, and I'm not sure about Bama. Certainly not Cincinnati. Cincinnati, unless teams lose games they shouldn't, Cincinnati's on the outside looking in. And honestly, I don't think they deserve to be in. I thought Cincy was in this week, the one I saw. I thought they were in at three and Alabama was at four. Yeah, but Bama's got an SEC championship game coming up. If they win that, there's no way. Who are they playing? Uh, Who do they play? Well, let's check it out. They don't play Georgia, do they? Because that'll be a dog. That'll be a pounding route game. Uh, they're in this. I believe they're both in the SEC West. No, they're not. So okay. There's two parts of the SEC. 
if Bama, if Georgia, if somehow this won't happen because Georgia is going to beat Alabama. If though Bama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, I still would put Georgia above Cincinnati in the standings, right? Especially Wait, the way so Georgia's been playing. Georgia's gonna lose to Alabama. No, no, no. no. I'm saying if. Oh, if. Okay. Because yeah. I don't see it happening. I think Alabama's good, but no. I don't think they're as good as Georgia. I think their defense is going to really push them. Let me look at the rankings here. And let me. So right now they have Cincy in. This is the this is the FBS rankings, right? And not the coaches poll, right? Uh-huh. So since he's at four. Ooh. Dang, they might make it, actually. Since, yeah, since he's looking like they're in there. Hey, I mean, a lot of mm. people question it, but they're looking like they're in there this year. They're going to get demolished by whomever they play. <laughs> they're going to be like Michigan State in 2016. <laughs> well, they'll be able to do like uh, the one that knocked off um, Villanova one year. They'll put up a thing that says we made it into the college football playoffs. They'll put up a big banner. That's what they'll do. Is it the AP poll? Is that the one that makes the counts? So the AP poll goes into the calculations of the FBS poll, which is the bowl rankings poll. So, and that actually uses math, strength of schedule, and rankings. All those things come into account. So, okay. All right, I see. Yeah, so it's a, it's a little bit more fair. Okay. But um, so that's why Cincinnati is down below teams that are like one less teams because their strength of schedule hasn't been anywhere near as strong as Bama, Ohio American, State, Georgia. Right? American Conference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I believe they're leaving. I believe they're heading into... Well, they need to to be competitive. They should go in, like, the Big Ten or something if they let them in. No, they're going to uh, Texas Old Conference. Uh, I can't even Pac-12? Nope. Uh, Big 12, sorry. Big 12, okay. Oh, that'll be... Yeah, yeah, then they could make a push at it there, definitely, if they don't do it here. Yeah, and because... they'll be more used... And we'll get to see if they can really handle the fire through the whole season. Yeah, because Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. And I think that's a huge mistake for them because they're going to get their and Texas has been getting in. torched all year, haven't they? Yeah. And they think they're going to walk in the SEC wow. and pull off more than three wins a season? I don't yeah. think so. That's uh, that's how uh, my college, Oakland University, has been with basketball. They they made the tournament in another league, and then they went into the Horizon League, and they've been, they haven't been able to make the tournament once since. So you got to you got to have... Yeah, see what you wish. Oregon went down to eleven. Wow. Yeah. That's so it's been that's a season. Crazy. Yes, sir. When did Oklahoma State get good? I mean, I've been looking at it, but some interesting so like teams this year. Yep. Surprising. Ohio State should beat Michigan. I I think they're beating Michigan by at least two touchdowns. Yeah. Georgia's not losing another game. Well, Bama's going to lose their I'm not trying to play. mess with you, but I do think Michigan will score more points in state than on them. I hate to say well, it. Well, it's but, not that hard. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Just... Yeah. It'll be closer for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's not, again, that's not a bold prediction, but it will be. Yeah. Is I, that the I don't Big know Ten what... championship game, or is this a separate game? No, the Big Ten championship will be between probably Iowa and Ohio State. So it'll be the Big Ten East champions, which will be Ohio State, I'm assuming, and the Big Ten West champions, which will be Iowa. Where's Iowa even right? They're out of the top 25 now. Wisconsin's yep, not in the Big Ten? Uh, 
Yeah, but they've they've lost a few games. I I was yeah, actually held 14. out at sixteen. They're ranked two above Iowa though. What's their what's their schedule record though? Eight and three, one seven in a row. Iowa's nine and two, but one three in a row. Yep. Yeah, that, so I think. We'll see. I mean, I'm not. I can't root for West for Wisconsin or so Iowa. State, but... Iowa did beat Wisconsin. So, ah, so they um, get the uh, upper hand. So it's right, see that. Yeah, and they got the better record. All right, that makes sense. Yep, yep. So your conference record comes into play that, and I think they're ah. even. And but uh, yeah. So anywho, fun stuff, fun season in, yeah. in basketball and in college football. Uh, I have to admit, the Lions being terrible has taken me out of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a little bit. I try not not to watch the Lions, but I'm, it would be awfully funny if they were able to take down the Bears here on Thanksgiving Day. I would say that that would be that would make me laugh because the Bears have been either they've had like one or two good games, and even one of the ones they won were kind of iffy games. But they got Andy Dalton out there. I mean. If our defense can't feast on anybody, they should be able to feast on Andy Dalton. But that that Bears line is okay. But even Fields with a running quarterback wasn't having that much time. Uh, I I I if I I would like to see the Lions win on Thanksgiving this year. Just for, I mean, we're not playing Rodgers this year because half the time we play Rodgers on Thanksgiving Day, and that's always a beatdown. But uh, yeah, the Bears don't look Should good either. The Bears don't look good either. So, Lions well, have played a lot of close games for not winning them. I mean, they're not that good, but they've played a lot of close games. They won. Well, they lost by three and... points. I think at least three times this year. They lost on field goals and just crazy losses. We'll see what happens. Is it, is it in Chicago? No, it's at Ford Field too. Yep, so rain showers, but we're in a we're in a we're in a, a closed stadium. Yes, sir. I, I don't blame the odds being on Chicago though. So Dallas and the Raiders. Go ahead, Fred. No, I was gonna flip, but you got something. But yeah, Detroit does have. I it's, it's funny they've all been close games. Uh, the problem is they actually have a decent run game at offensive line, right? But yeah. when the game comes down to the wire, you can't rely just on DeAndre Swift and that offensive line yeah, to win a game for I you. Definitely don't you need trust a quarterback. Goff. I don't trust Goff a minute. I know he why can't... the Rams. I don't know how the Rams made it to the Super Bowl with Goff. I I give him more props now than I did while seeing him play. Yeah. Yep. So they'll be he... Lions. Okay. He had Gurley that year. That's what it was. He was like Tannehill, except I Tannehill's a better quarterback than Goff is, but. Oh. oh gosh, he's awful. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's let's hope that Swift goes off for five hundred yards. How about that? Here's let's to, hope he has his Jonathan Taylor performance like uh, he did yeah. this week. What are you talk about it? Taylor had five touchdowns. He looks like a monster. He could, he could push. He's, the them Colts are heating up. I'm surprised. Um, they got, um, Carson Wentz has just got to watch to make sure he doesn't hurt himself, but the Colts are really starting to heat up, and with the Titans losing Derrick Henry, they might have that division. Um, I had, I had the Titans, uh, making a Super Bowl run, but uh, that's definitely not happening with Henry being out. I thought, and well, Julio the Jones hasn't been a factor either, so. Yeah. 
the hot rumor has been that uh, Adrian Peterson, remember we joked about him last time on the podcast, yeah. is actually working out. Uh, right. They're not as heavy on the run game because they can't be, but he's doing what he has to do. Yep. Yes, I like, sir. I like Peterson. He gave us some good minutes there in Detroit last year. He was enjoyable to watch. Uh, probably taught Swift some stuff, so it was worth having him here. Yep. Good stuff. I'm really excited about, well, next year. That's how it always Next. is in your life. Well, it's definitely not a quarterback draft. I'll tell you that much. From what I've seen, may there's a couple guys that I'd be like, maybe if I could get them in the second round, I'd give them a go, but no first-round quarterbacks. Not in my opinion. I wouldn't waste a first-round pick. A first-round pick that Detroit's going to have, which is probably going to be top, should be top three with his, well, isn't the NFL, they don't worry about the tanking aspect. They just give you like a slot pretty much based on your record. Yeah, because it's not the the draft isn't as top heavy in the NFL. Well, there's so many positions to fill with basketball. If you get one out of five, you got a chance. Yeah, I mean it's not unusual to see third round draft picks to start in their first season. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but they got to take that guy out of Oregon. I think it is Trudeau or or. It's interesting. I I also remember you and I speaking about Spencer Rattler being a surefire lock at number one. I thought he was going to be good, and he is awful. I I mean, he makes Johnny Manziel look good. (laughs) I'm talking like NFL Johnny Manziel, not college. College Johnny Manziel was good, but you got to watch some college QBs sometimes, though, because if you take one on a hunch, sometimes you can get burned. Joey Harrington? Yeah. (laughs) You remember him? No, not really, but I just assume Lions QB, and it's Usually You're absolutely right. Except for <laughs> Stafford, and there was one back in the day. I can't think of his name, but used to, we had a couple, but not. We're not. We're not good. Yeah, pre Stafford, the, the best QB we drafted that I knew of in our lifetime was drafted out of Eastern Michigan. His name was Charlie Batch. Yeah, I've heard of Batch. Yeah, he, he played a little bit in Pittsburgh. Actually, did a pretty decent job too. Then we have the guy that talks on ESPN now, Charlie. Is he? I'm trying to. He's a quarterback. He's like a backup, but of course we use backups as starters in Detroit. Yeah, he was our third string one one year when we had Scott Mitchell, and then two guys went down. Charlie Batch went in. Trying to became our starter. Like an ESPN yep. reporter. Yeah, he works for um he works for CBS. No. Well, I'm thinking of a different guy. I'm trying to think of this guy. He goes on a Pat McAfee show a lot. Uh, who is it? Man, I, if I saw his face, I'd know him. Uh, but he was—he was a quarterback. Let me see. I've seen him before. Uh, they aren't—they aren't giving me what I want. But uh, oh, man. I should know him, but it's all right. We haven't had that many good quarterbacks. It's just is what it is. Uh, there's a few other matchups on Sunday that should be better to watch. Bills and Saints. That should be... Well, no, Jameis is out. The Bills should be looking to bounce back there. If you want to see a beatdown, you'll probably want to watch that game. Well, maybe the Lions one will be too, but... Uh, the Bills, they, they've they been on a streak, uh, losing streak here, so they're going to want to get back in the win column. That's going to be a good one. 
Uh, Cowboys, um, I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of Cowboys fans that are like Lakers fans They're everywhere, which is fine. But uh, there's going to be a lot of people watching that Cowboys game. Should be a pretty one, pretty good one for the Cowboys. They gotta kind of get back on track. They're seven and three, but they've had some real letdowns. Uh, there's a stinker on Sunday: Falcons, Jags, Texans, Jets. Jeez, Titans, Patriots. If Derrick Henry was there, that'd be one to watch. But the Pats should be able to really push it there. Mac Jones is a dog. Have you seen any of his highlights? I've not. No. He is killing it. He looks. He looks like. Tom Brady did three seasons in. Like, he's just ready to go. Like, he... You could already argue he's a top 10 QB in the NFL right now. In that in that system with Bill Belichick. The way he's playing. He's not throwing interceptions. He's dotting people up. He's throwing... They got him the tight ends. He's throwing the tight ends. He's throwing the, the receivers. Not really too many deep shots. But um, he's he's good with what they need him to do. They're number one in their division now again, so the Pats are... That was a quick rebuild, I'll tell you that. I mean, funny we, that uh, QBs have been really funny this year because Cam Cam Newton went back to Carolina, obviously, and he's yeah. playing well again. Uh, they didn't win, but he, he did all right. They were, they were kind of stuck with what they what they got right now. The Panthers' defense is killing it, but their offense couldn't can't catch a break or just couldn't throw a ball to save their life. And he, so they thought Sam Darnold was going to work. And then he, he pops off for like three, 400 yards that one game. And then that'll probably be his highlight, his like cap of his career. And then he just probably won't have to play again after this. Maybe he can be a decent backup for the rest of his career. But other than that, just not very good. Ooh, we got a good game this week uh, on CBS. Bengals and Steelers is going to be a bloodbath if everybody's Ooh, healthy. Fun. I know the Steelers are really dealing with some COVID issues. Uh, I know, uh, who's the big guy they got? Well, if you know the Steelers, you know their defense is, is uh, a dog. There's a few of them that are out. The Bengals are trying to push it that division, especially now the uh, since he's actually favored, which makes sense with the Steelers being the way they have been. Uh, although the Steelers did play the Chargers pretty well on uh, Monday night. Uh, the Steelers... Again, played Monday night, short week. Uh, Bengals rested up. They had that bounce-back game. I don't remember who it was against last week. But Joey B and Jamar Chase have been a really deadly duo this year. Uh, they should be good for a while. They do need to... The, the old line has been decent for Joey B, not getting smashed as much, but they're going to need to work on that. Steelers-wise, Big Ben has played decent, although their old line's kind of iffy, not the best either. So uh, both these defenses play well, so I'm going to think there's going to be a lot of pressure. We're going to see which quarterback can handle the fire that way-wise. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, Go ahead. Ben Roethlisberger, the ageless wonder, is still playing consistent football. Yeah, he, he has, doesn't really know, have the deep I mean, ball anymore, but he can still give right. you some decent passes. He's super boring, <laughs> but, uh, he, but he still gets the job done. They got Najee Harris this year, too, so it's a little more run. I mean, they were throwing, I think, 70, 80 passes last year a game. That's not going to work out. Uh, so with them getting Najee, it's been a little more balanced, and they've been playing decent. This division is cutthroat this year, though. 
Uh, but if the Bengals can keep pushing, Lamar Jackson's got some issues that we don't know about. He hasn't been playing. If they can keep pushing up, that's they could get that division and make it to the playoffs for the first time in a while. Uh, another game at the same time, you're going to have to figure out which one you want to watch if you're watching football on Sunday. On Fox at 1 is Bengals, or no, not Bengals, Buccaneers and Colts. And Like I said, them Colts are heating up with go. Jonathan Taylor. But the Buccaneers got four they can put on the front that can uh, slow down the running back. So uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers in that one because if they slow down the running back, the Colts don't really have a hard, especially with T.Y. Hilton out right now, they don't have a hard wide receiver game there to go to. They got Michael Pittman, but uh, they kind of work off the run game. But if Taylor can manage to push through the Buccaneers' defense, he's a real deal. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, I think it's actually I give me the Bucks, and actually I think they win that one. Give me, give me the Bucks, and give me six. Yeah, I think six? they win that one by six. Yep. I or five. If they still down Jonathan be- Taylor, it's fourteen. Because the Colts don't have much, don't have as much in the wide Like I said, with the wide receivers, if they can't get it going on the oh, ground, dang. they're gonna have a lot of struggles. He and already the way broke the Buccaneers play. Yeah, he, he picked up on – Henry had a three-game lead on him with rushing yards, and he's picked it up within like uh, – well, eh, it wasn't – it's about been this – it has been about the same weeks. So maybe – he's just been consistent. I mean, you can't all be Derrick Henry, but you got to have other guys that are playing well too. Right. Uh, yep. Vikings and the you know Niners, the five and five. What were you going to say? You know, Brady's going to Brady. Yeah. And he's going to have an amazing game. Yeah, he doesn't get touched. So he can play another six, seven years. You don't know. <laughs> you got that heat down there keeping him alive. Isn't that what they used to say? All the older people go down to Florida to keep themselves going? <laughs> well, I know a lot of older people do live in the Tampa Bay area. It's really nice there. So Yeah. yeah. The Vikes and the 49ers, 5-5. Five and five. Both are pushing, trying to get higher in their division. Uh, that's kind of a, a toss-up game, but might be fun to watch because they're both about evenly matched. Rams and Packers, now that's a dogfight. Uh, Rams have kind of been sliding, but if Stafford's hot and they get a uh, Cooper Cup and uh, a couple guys, I'm trying to think who else. They got Cooper Cuff and uh, hate that I don't know the other receiver's name, but they got some pretty good receivers there. They got OBJ now. That's not exactly good or bad, but. Um, Packers, uh, if Rodgers can get the Rodgers has got fush, f- wow, Rodgers has got an issue with his foot right now, which has been kind of uh, not helping him as much. But they did manage to take care of the st- of the Seahawks pretty good a couple weeks ago. So uh, maybe it was last week. But they, uh, if he can figure that out, they'll be good to go. Just get him some icy hot, he'll be good to go. But he's gonna. It's going to be moving a lot, though, with Aaron Donald and Von Miller coming at him all game, though. Uh, Green Bay's favored, but I might – I mean, I like Stafford anyway, so I think the Rams got a good chance there. Von has actually not been playing well since he suited up as a Ram, but – This could be know. his breakout game right here with Rodgers being hurt. And back uh, to yeah. not back yet, so that left side is going to be a little weak. Yep, so – but again, he, a brand-new system, barely had time to, to look at the playbook, so – I'd rather have a Von Miller not knowing the playbook than a lot of guys. So we'll see what happens there. Yep. 
last game, Monday night game, Seahawks, Washington is not very good. But Browns and Ravens, depends on if Lamar plays. I don't know if he's scheduled to play. But Browns have kind of been hit or miss, almost lost to the Lions. The fact that they only beat the Lions by three points, I've lost my faith in them. I had them winning the division, but not like that. They're not. Not if you only beat the Lions by three points. If you can't manage to get two touchdowns, get out of here. That well, ain't... The Lions have, went, for whatever reason, kept every game close. So I know so. they have. They, I mean, the Ravens are 7-3, and three and they only lost by the all-time record field goal to the Ravens. I mean, yep. I guess we'll see what happens. I i don't know. The weird thing about this year, though, is even when the backup quarterbacks have been coming in, Mike White is a perfect example of that for the Jets. They've been playing well in the system, which is kind of odd. That's not usually the case. Um, but It's been an interesting... I don't know what it is in sports. I don't know if the quarantine... That changed people, but it seems to be just like every. I don't know if I notice it different now since I get to watch it since it was canceled, but it just seems like every everything's a surprise some weeks. Like there's a lot of upsets, and just you don't know what's gonna happen. And all different, all sports. I mean, baseball. Yeah, the Braves a... came back from being below 500 at the All Star break to win the World Series. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's been. An... An insane season. It's been fun. That, that's fun, though. Yeah, it's fun. I like seeing teams but, that don't win. I would like to see Detroit be one of those, but it's going to take a while. But Oh, by the way, it happened in NASCAR as well. Uh, Kyle Larson coming back from his iRacing suspension. Oh, and yeah. winning a championship. Yeah. Oh, yep. How many races do Crazy they have season. to play before they make it to the championship? Isn't it like 14 or something? You mean for their playoff system? Yeah. How many is? Uh, yeah, it's like a whole third of the season. Wow, that's a grind. That's too many. That's a it's grind. Too many. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you got anything or? That's I mean... it for me. It's been a fun season. Let's. Uh, I'm kind of pulling for the Bulls now. So let's. See we'll see what do. happens. I mean, it's it's hard to pull for anybody this early because they. I remember the Pacers the one year when they had Danny Granger and then traded him at at trade deadline. They were like. They were like forty and twelve that mid season and then they absolutely fell apart. Roy Hibbert forgot how to play and uh Man, he went from the next best thing that season to this guy's gonna be out of the league soon in a matter of a couple of months. And he still and got he went... a two year twenty five million from the Lakers. <laughs> That's the funny part. That's one of the craziest fall offs that I've ever seen in anybody's NBA career. Yeah. There was no reason for it either. It was just out of the blue. Yep. But yeah. It's been uh, fun. It's been a fun one. We'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, thank everybody. Thank you everybody for listening. And uh, you on YouTube, feel free to hit that subscribe button, like button, uh, and on the podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving.